You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts Daniel Wagner and Lee Molendor battle the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Welcome back. Glad you could join us today. Decided to uh, have a friend of mine on that uh, we've been working together for a couple years now, and uh, we've had some really good conversations in the, in the meantime. And figured we'd bring one here and do it publicly. Do it publicly, and that way. You know, we can call each other on our bullshit, and we can always forever reference this video from now to eternity. And anyway, this is this is my friend uh, Zachary Freeman. Hey, how you all doing? And I'm Daniel Wagner. And Lee couldn't be with us today because he's got shit to do. Understandably. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. See, I've got shit to do too, but I just you know postpone. Yeah, yeah. Our see, shit we see, do. I, I I feel like you guys are a priority to me, so. So just uh, in the comments section down there, give Lee all the hell you can give him. He probably deserves it. Oh, everybody deserves a little hell every now and then. <laughs> all right. So let, um, the reason I wanted to have you on the show today is because um, one of the number one conversations that we do end up having usually tend to turn to religion at some point or another. Yes, it does. So um, just a, a quick background for, for the listeners here is that I am or consider myself more of an atheist and you are very Christian. And yep. that has the, the, the combination of those two things and the fact that you and I can actually have a conversation with each other without uh, you know trying to strangle one another. Um, it makes for some very uh, interesting talks, I think. I, you feel that, the same? Yes, it does. Not Just because we have different belief systems doesn't mean that we need to be at each other's throats. All y'all out there, keep that in mind. No judgment. <laughs> so, um, one of the things I did want to actually talk to you about, that um, I, know, I know you kept asking me, you know, what kind of research you needed to do and all that stuff. And I said, don't worry about it. And it's fine, because... I wanted to, I wanted to uh, steer away from the the beaten to death uh, God versus no God argument because that seems to be like I said just beaten to death. Everybody talks about it. Everybody kind of knows you know what the other's going to say for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to try to bring something a little different, a little new to the conversation. And the direction I wanted to take this is to find certain things that um, we actually have in common in terms of principles. Um, because one of the biggest things I've always missed out on, I feel, once I started, once I once I stopped believing, I had no no community, no 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 church, and no structure to 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 move into. It's like you know somebody burnt church down around me and just told me to go outside and didn't give me a new building to go into. You know, it's like right. So. Um, that that's that's been quite a, a bit of a struggle for me over the years is to find and pick apart all the things that I did learn from Christianity and other areas and pull in all the good stuff and I had to kind of create my own system of ethics of sorts and so I just wanted to kind of see what uh, in terms of that angle what it is about Christianity that keeps you there not necessarily the God part, but more of the principles, ethics, community. What is it that you find the most valuable that you hold on to dearest? Is that so basically the concept that keeps me believing in my beliefs? Um, it, it could be that, or it could be just, you know, what, what, what are some of the things that say for whatever reason you end up 
not believing anymore, what are some of the things you would still keep of that um, in terms of the principles and the core values and the ethics? Like what's, hmm. what's the stuff that's non-negotiable for you in terms of, you know, maybe how you raise your family or how you treat other people or. Well, first off, uh, biggest thing to me and the biggest issue I see among people who have these conversations is a lot of people pass judgment. Mm-hmm. I don't pass judgment with anybody. I've got friends of every belief system, atheist, Muslim, Catholic, Christian. It doesn't matter. That's really important to me. I don't believe anybody has any kind of right to pass judgment. It's not our place. I think that's a big deal for me. Um, also, the way I bring up my family, uh, I have a son who's going to be three next mm-hmm. week. Um, there's a lot of values that I need to instill in him that I've learned from my beliefs being a Christian. Uh, forgiveness is one. Uh, it's one I still struggle with, but <laughs> you got to learn how to let stuff go and, you know, kind of just let the past be the past, get past whatever kind of issue you have with somebody. Yeah. Uh, somebody does you wrong, you know, it is what it is. Stuff in life's going to happen. You just got to learn how to, all right, well, you did that. Cool. I'm going to go ahead and let that go. But the reason I say that is, it might sound like a cliche, but forgiveness really isn't for the other person. It's for yourself mm-hmm. so that you don't hold some kind of grudge. You know, when you wake up every day, oh, this guy yesterday cussed me out or this guy tried to get me in trouble, blah, 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 blah. You hold on to that kind of stuff. It just brings a lot of negativity to yourself. So stuff like that, even if I was to stray away from my faith, stuff like that's going to be the main thing that I have to keep teaching, whether Christian, not Christian, believe, don't believe. It's just part of being a decent human being. It's just what it is. I, I like I like the idea of, of like that term that phrase decent human being. Um, like there's so much packed into that. Like mm-hmm. as far as what that entails and what that means. And 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 for me, when when you first leave a religion, and, and I've gone through, and and you you kind of feel like you're lost. And I went and tried. I tried a number of different things and belief systems and, you know, even up to and including paganism. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. I can't even imagine what my parents were thinking when I went through that one. <laughs> but one thing that, that I did appreciate is that, you know, I didn't have parents that forced it on me. They had their own beliefs. My mom and dad, um, my mom was, uh, said she was Christian. My dad, Catholic, um, probably due to how they were brought up. That's probably the religion they grew up in and was, you know, associated with and, and grew up around. Um, but they made it a point never to push it on us. And I, th- and I really appreciated that. And that is a value that I think I have taken and instilled into my children. I don't, I don't give them conclusions. I, I teach them how to think and I teach them, you know, how to come to your own conclusions. And if your ultimate conclusion ends up being, you know, I'm going to be a Christian. Hey, I will support you no matter what, you know, I love you. You know, as long as I know that you have come to that position, not through force, not through coercion, not through, well, everybody else around me is doing it. Right. You know, you came to that 
conclusion yourself with your own, you know, train of thought to get there. And, and that helped me a lot in terms of finding where I needed to go. Um, so back to the decent human being part, um, probably the number one rule for me is to treat others the way you want to be treated. The, the golden rule, you know, there's a reason it's a golden rule and right. there's a reason why it is what it is, is like, you know, Christianity coming up through all the ages, it was like a framework for people to use. Maybe they, maybe they couldn't, didn't have the ability to critically think maybe they didn't have the ability to question things. So it kind of gave, there, there's, there's more of an insidious element where of, of control through it too. You know, in past ages, especially when you you could be killed if you weren't, you know. Well, I mean, some of that subscribe. stuff. Some of that stuff still happens today, and yeah, that's parts a, it's of the a world. shame, right? Um, now that's 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 the fucked up stuff. I don't, yeah, I'm not I'm not down for that at all, no matter what belief system. Right. You're that that's that extremist stuff that really throws a lot of people from religion because people see, you know, Christians going to Middle East or something, they see. We don't believe what they believe. Yeah, yeah. And you see beheadings, you see people chopping off hands, being shot, all because they believe differently. Yeah, and that's, a, that's not cool. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like it's like a. Well, to finish my my previous point, is um, it seemed like the Christian religion and all religions for that matter kind of provide a framework of more. There there are a lot of good lessons in there, yeah. and one thing I've always said, even even when I was questioning, was that. Uh, the Bible has a lot of great stories and a lot of good virtues and, and, and morals baked into the stories that need to be passed down, you know, little, little um, parables and tales and things that you need to learn, lessons that would be much easier. You know, you're, you're probably going to learn them eventually on your own, but it's much easier if you got some, you know, a nice little book that yeah. walks you through everything. That's great. So the, 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 the challenge was to pull apart all that, separate the the dogma and religion from the core principles, the, the meat, the, the stuff that really matters when it comes to treating people like decent human beings, the stuff that really makes the world work, I think. And and I think in terms of all the religions I've seen, Christianity in general, especially modern day Christianity, seems to have the most answers to me. Um, and if I was to have to choose one, that would be the one I would go with. That makes sense so far. Yeah, <laughs> you see, you seem like surprised. Like I can't believe you're saying this stuff. Hey, <laughs> you're just not. We've not had that kind of a conversation where you've actually said if you had to choose something. I know yeah. it's saying if you had to, but yeah, if I was being forced, <laughs> <laughs> gun to your head, you know, hey, yeah. pick one of these. Yeah, or you, you know, know, you die. <laughs> Clinton or Trump? <laughs> <Ugh>, Fine, Trump. <laughs> Same That's thing. just it's just Fine one of those Christianity. <laughs> but uh. You know, you bring up the golden rule. It's a really simple thing to do. Nobody does. Nobody does. Well, I mean... (laughs) Well... In general. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of people, they, they, they look out for them. They do what is most convenient and best for them, regardless of other people, I guess. Um, it's a simple concept to have. You know, just show people the respect that you deserve. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, you just, you don't see it. You don't see a lot of it at all. Well, I I, I did hear somebody was um, talking about if you you treat people 
the way you want to be treated. Treat them as basically when you first meet somebody, treat them as good as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. After that, treat them how they treat you. You know, so after the first impressions out of the way, you can kind of get a feel of somebody. And yeah, so if, if that person is treating you like garbage, like, well, I guess I am not going to be giving them my best anymore. Right. <laughs> you know? Just kind of because oh, you're hey. wasting time. There's, yeah. there's no sense because, you know, you're just not going to be reciprocated. But if you can find people that you treat them the best you can and they treat you the best, you know, and it's, and it's a reciprocal thing. You, you just found a good friend, a rarity right. in this world. I think it, it really is. It really is. No, uh, I don't think people couldn't learn it necessarily no everybody has the ability to take in that kind of a virtue i guess Mm -hmm. uh or principle for better word um it like i said it's just it's a simple thing to do it's just i don't know if it's how people are being raised i don't know how what the reason is you just it's like people almost get enjoyment out of being disrespectful other people i guess there is kind of a sport in it yeah sometimes it's like hey how big of an asshole can i be to this person <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, i think the uh, the term is recreational outrage when you <laughs> when you see when you see people just out there getting mad on the internet just they're just looking uh, for an argument looking for a fight yeah looking for a fight and i don't know man I, I, there, there's there's a lot to this that that i think leads to it and, and contributes to that kind of kind of thing um coming from you know the bottom up coming from the top down mm-hmm. <laughs> you got you got those in power trying to drive wedges between people and dividing them on purpose um you got people that are being raised from children childhood in really shitty environments and, and i don't know if you want to get into any details of, of yours but i know that it's not the best <laughs> story no it's not but uh you know at the same time uh, i brought some of the Stuff that happened to me on to myself. Yeah, it seemed, seemed again, like seemed like it took you longer to than than you know say if you were raised in a good stable household. I think it took you a lot longer to get your head out of your ass, so to speak, and, basically, and, and yeah. grow up. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I have seen you grow up over the past few years. Yeah, it, I don't know. I guess I I was just holding on to a bunch of crap that I went through kind of growing up. That why the and, forgiveness is such a big oh, thing yeah. for you. Oh yeah, helped you a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm still paying for some of the stuff that you know happened to me when I entered my young adulthood. Yeah, trying to get my life on track and junk, and that I don't mind talking about because it was hey. a bunch of BS. But uh, <laughs> we can get where, wherever you want to go. Hey man, family. This is something else. Um, it's not really religion, but uh. Family isn't always blood. Um, sometimes just really close friends or uh, people you know you've known for years and years can be family. Mm-hmm. Because even some of the closest people have absolutely no boundaries on what they will do to you. I, me personally, my mother racked up a good little probably thirteen to fifteen thousand dollars worth of credit card damage in my name and using, I, using your social security number oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah without me knowing but uh when i got a call from a credit card company i was kind of like well i'm gonna go ahead and take a stab at who did this and you know called up my mom oh yeah please don't please don't have them press charges you know i don't want to go to prison and blah 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 and i was young and i had you know a three-year-old no she was a two-year-old sister at the time so I was like, you know what? I 
And that was when me and my stepdad weren't okay. Yeah. And I didn't feel comfortable with her being with him. But that's definitely all changed. Um, but yeah, don't... Blood isn't always family. So what, what was your what was your path through that exactly? Like, because I'm, I'm trying to picture like what that, what that uh, almost like the movie Labyrinth where you're trying to go through this maze of... Yeah, bullshit, um, so to speak. I'm I'm still going through the maze trying to what get it settled. What is that process up. like from the from the moment like your your moment of awakening, so to speak, when you? I mean, I'm sure there there was not necessarily one moment, but I'm sure it was a gradual, like oh, oh wait, yeah. whoa, wait, my life is not like everybody else's. This is not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from uh, that point when you like woke up, where have you? How have you? I know you hang on to these different values like like don't judge and forgiveness and family's not you know I think all that there's a reason you appreciate those yeah obviously. You, you you learn a lot about yourself going through the you know the BS that you go through in life the mm-hmm. hard times you know not the good times don't really teach you much but the stuff you go through to get you where you're at really teaches you a lot about yourself and what you really value so me going through the stuff I've gone through has really taught me what I appreciate the most. And, you know, a lot of that I got from, you know, my beliefs as a Christian. Forgiveness, no judgment. Uh, no, family's not always blood. So stuff like par- that. Part of part of the Christian religion, as far as I understand it, is um, to respect your elders. Oh, it? yeah. So how, how do you... How do you um, come to terms with that particular one in terms of how you interact uh, with do you, do you believe that that you know just because somebody's older that they deserve more respect no necessarily no not at all me personally you know I've gone through situations where you know my quote quote elders have been more disrespectful than some bully out on the playground you know bullying a little yeah kindergartner or something they can it it comes down to you give you get the respect that you give you know back to the golden rule that's Mm -hmm. what it is but you know and when you initially meet somebody older than yourself you know there's just i was taught to go ahead and show respect you know first impression you know which if you spell it out you really should give to everybody not just just yeah 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 definitely but uh i don't know it's not even really a religious thing. It's, you know, where I grew up and who I grew up with. You know, they always taught me, you know, my grandparents. I got most of my, the stuff I learned, I got mostly from them. And, you know, I don't know if it's just a Southern thing, but, you know, manners, respect, stuff like that is just kind of common courtesy. It's just something you do. I, w- I, w- I honestly wasn't sure where this conversation was going to go. Um I'm, I'm happy with it so far. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm definitely happy with it so far. You know what? Let's, I'm, I'm going to ask you something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Anything. All right. Except and that. Except that. Damn. Well, I'm blank now. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In, in the aspect of religion, what, what turned you away from religion the most? What turned me away from it? Yeah, I mean, was um, there instances or just stuff wasn't adding up for you or just basic logical inconsistencies gotcha is is pretty much what it boils down to gotcha um 
I seen the type of people I was around as well. I know this isn't all Christians or anything like that, but there's a, there's a special brand of Christian that wants to beat you over the head with it. Yeah, the judgmental ones. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 they'll be the same ones to tell you, you know, don't judge others lest you be judged, and and they'll judge the shit out of you. And yeah, it's like you're a special kind of asshole. Right, you really like, are. And you're a special you're not, kind of person. You're not selling me on this thing. So it's it, from those people. You're not unless you're already part of the group. They're not interested in making you part of the group. Right. You know, so, so I think those kind of things, the the way you behave in those, in those times, they're they're trying to kind of put a wall between, and, and continue to drive that wedge. Yeah, that, that's not even just you. You know, that's a lot of Christians are like that. And you also have, you know, the uh, the uh, weekend Christians where they do what they want Monday through Friday. Then you know they go to church, act all saint, yep. holy like them and, too. Yeah, you got those, and you know those kind of people you know really set a bad example for a lot of us now saying that i'm not perfect Mm -hmm. you know i make my fair share of mistakes i've done a lot of crap that i shouldn't have but uh at the same time i don't preach to other people about what they should or shouldn't be doing i i don't pressure people i like hearing other people's you know points of view yeah i picked that up about you immediately that's why we were able to have the conversations right i didn't feel like i was going to get attacked or guilted into trying to you know you're, you're not trying to beat me over the head with your beliefs you, no, you're just you are you i'm, are, I'm you having give me, conversations you that's, give me shit all the time yeah you know which is completely different than trying to force it on me which i love that right because <laughs> because you know we deal back and forth with that right but um I could tell you were genuinely curious. You know, oh yeah, there was there was a genuine curiosity about you that that I was like, this guy really does want to know. I'll I'll gladly talk to you. I'll talk to anybody that wants to ask. You know, right? And then I I am also curious, so it kind of works both ways. You know, right? And I mean, what drives you? I want to know what. <laughs> that's the kind of questions I want to know. What drives people? You know. Well, I mean, that's that's how it should be. I mean, you shouldn't have to, you know, pressure somebody into something. You shouldn't have to say, oh hey. You know, quit doing this shit. You know, you're doing it wrong. You need to be doing it this way because this is the way I was raised, you know, yeah. stuff like that. I like hearing <laughs> other people. You're going to hell. Right. You are going to hell. Right. You know what you just did? Yeah, one-way ticket to hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I don't like that. That's that's dumb. I, I like hearing other people's points of view, what got them where they're at, you know. I've been through my fair share of crap, and a lot of people lose belief because of their fair share of crap that they went through yeah that that's that's a whole nother kind of person i, I think that, that they i'm surprised you haven't lost faith honestly amen because, because in, in my mind you know i would i would probably be one of those guys that would go if there really is a god he's a dick <laughs> he is a dick he, he's like, that bully with a magnifying glass you know yeah with the sun just beaming straight on me (laughs) like what have i done i'm I'm like five i I couldn't you know hey man (laughs) what did did i do to deserve Uh, but you know when you when you get right down to it that that's a terrible thing that people would have to go through and and they would lose their faith for and i think what ends up happening which i've seen this with a lot of people man they're they're um They'll, they'll lose faith or whatever they'll, they'll, they'll kind of back away from their beliefs but you know when they reach their older years and and they they you, you kind of see these these folks that are lonely they're in their older years they 
ha- they fail to make those connections that are necessary between humans, between people, just those loving connections, that that community, and they go to God for that. And I think that's the wrong way to go about it too. Yeah, you can't. It's you like, can't just. You can't just use religion to fill that hole. Yeah, it's it's not something to fill a void or, you know, anything like that. But uh, at the same time. That that's kind of like uh, you know, just going to God whenever something's wrong. Right. It's like, okay, God, uh, you know, I need help with my finances right now. I I don't talk to you, you know, on a regular. But hey, <laughs> could you help me out? You Call, know, calling your parents when you need money. Exactly. It's it's you know the same principle. And like, son, I haven't heard from you in six months. Um, <laughs> exactly. You want to call me for twenty bucks now? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, you, yeah. That's not the right way to go about faith. And me personally, you know, as you can see, I cuss. I I don't go to church on a regular basis, but I don't believe you have to go to church on a regular basis. Is cussing really like a sin or is it? I know I know it's not like. It depends like, on who you ask. I know it's not like acceptable social behavior necessarily. It, it depends on who you ask. Uh, for example. I've always wondered about that. My grandmother. Well, this was a weird. I, I don't know where she got this logic, but this. It's not cussing unless you take the Lord's name in vain. Like you say, GD, you're cussing. You say, hey, you're a dumbass, which she has said to me before. And the first time I ever heard her cuss was her calling me a dumbass. Um, (laughs) That wasn't cussing to her. That was just. So cussing is just defined differently. That's all. Yeah. It's it's who you ask. Lord's name in vain. Exactly. So that's that's the sin there is. Yes. That is a sin. Uh, Taking the Lord's name in vain, you know, that's just something you don't do it's just one of those things you just don't do just it just a rule nobody knows why just yeah yes. you just you don't do it <laughs> like god came down to earth one day and said hey don't talk about me that way dude hey 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 <laughs> i hear you say that one more time i'm gonna smack you don't do it <laughs> smite no smacking smiting only <laughs> i'm gonna smite you you know what just don't say it again <laughs> i'm gonna smite the shit out of you but god like, you just cuss no no that's not what i meant <laughs> it's like i've personally heard this when you have a kid and mm-hmm. they're two years old and repeating everything you say mm-hmm. well my kid just said shit don't say that again you don't Wait have to know why just don't say it yeah That's I, have, I have struggled with that <laughs> i have struggled with that because i'm like well wait a minute if because because i you know even from part of my principles is that you know i want to treat my kids the way i want to be treated and so on and yeah. so forth and i i want to i don't want to be their their dictator ruler you know i want to be their guy their coach their yeah, that, um, that's how a parent should be. But with the cussing thing, I'm like sitting there thinking, well, if if I don't if I, I don't want to use the rule, do as I say, not as I do, because that's retarded. Yeah, <laughs> I got that a lot growing up. Because <laughs> so so when it comes to cussing, it's like, well, do I either stop cussing, which I'm probably never going to do, <laughs> or do I allow them to cuss, which seems really weird socially, like. <laughs> Yeah, did you know, be out at a restaurant and, you know, waiter just hears your kid saying shit or, you know, damn it or something like that, you know. I would still teach them there's a place, a time and a place for it. Right. I I don't cuss at my waitress. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. I don't cuss. Some of them need it. This is true. (laughs) This is true. Uh, We went out to dinner last night and and, uh, my my buddy, he actually got up to go get the drinks because she... (laughs) Listen, lady, you're just taking too long. I'm going to get it myself. She visited right? us twice. But anyway, no, there's a time and a place, but I've always struggled with that. It's like, well, you know, I feel like, you know, of course I got to get, you know, my wife to sign on to the idea of it too. But I, if, they, if my kids cuss, I can't, I'm not going to do, 
I'm not going to wash their mouth out with soap. I'm not going to smack them in the hey mouth. Hey, man, that stuff I got sucks. all that. I got all that stuff. I oh, got yeah. teeth scraped, or uh, uh, soap scraped across my teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it leaves this, like, hypocrisy thing in your head where, wait a minute, you're cussing, but there's this magic 18 age or something that you're... Right, uh, I, like, I can't do this until I'm an a legal yeah, there's, adult. There's a magic number that I have to reach before... You know, I can use those words. <laughs> like, they have some this kind is, of magical power. It's so weird. But that, that's just that's just some of the stuff that you have to struggle with when you start wrestling with consistency of logic. Is you don't you don't get to fall back on those. Well, it's just always been this way, right? <laughs> you, know, you don't get to do that anymore. It, it, you know, it just it is what it is. It is what it is. You can't you can't be like that as a parent though. Bringing up a child, I. No, you said, you know, you're going to allow your child to make, you know, your children to make their own decisions whenever it comes to faith and, you know, stuff like that, what yeah. they believe. Yeah, career, faith. Yeah, whatever they want to do in life. partner. Yeah. Sexuality. I personally... Uh, oh, I'm, hold that thought, except for 18, when, when, except I told my daughter <laughs> when she turns 18, then she can start piercing and tattooing her body. Until then, her body, I own her body. <laughs> I, I'm hey, still trying to that's figure... That's fair. That's fair. Still trying to... I feel like that's okay. Like when, yeah, when definitely she, When fair. she's an adult and can afford to do it on her own, maybe then. Anyway, right. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, but no, I'm the same way whenever it comes to my son. Yeah, I'm going to bring him up, you know, my religious beliefs, but I'm not going to force it on him so much that he feels that I'm going to be disappointed in him if he doesn't follow in my footsteps when it comes to a belief system. I, that, that's just not right. So, like, let's say, you know, a few years from now, I know a lot of parents do this where they'll, you know, they go to church every Sunday and they force their kids to go. And if the kids are like, no, I don't want to go. Ah, they're like, no, get in the fucking car. We're going. <laughs> right. And then you know, these kids are like, oh, God, <laughs> fighting, fighting. How, how do you foresee that kind of thing going down? Would you... Um, well, I'm going to find out the reason why he doesn't want to go. Yeah. You know, if it's just, I, I'm being lazy, you know, I don't want to go. Get your butt up, get dressed, you're going. If it's something as deep as, you know, I'm questioning some of the stuff I'm hearing, you know, I want to do my own research and something like that, I'm, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. I'm not going to force you to do something that you don't believe in. Yeah. If you want to come to the conclusion on your own you want to come to your own beliefs you know I'll, I'll support you I'll help you in any way I can yeah. but if it's <laughs> Matt, just he's being lazy I'm be like, like dude <laughs> get dressed yeah that's the difference between just laziness yeah yeah get up get in the car you're going so so it's, and plus you know years from now you'd be like hey and I, I got a friend uh, who's an atheist if you have any questions for him that I can't answer right send him my way I'll, I'll talk to him yeah we don't need any <laughs> peer pressure oh no no I don't do yeah, that yeah, if I'm yeah, not doing it to my own kids why would I do it to yours because uh, it's not your kid uh, <laughs> it's my kid <laughs> yes 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 that's the one <laughs> exception I'm going to make to my principle my rule <laughs> is that your kid's going to be the one that I try to exactly <laughs> exactly like, like dude your dad's he's nuts you got you, like okay let me let me get this through to you um you're going to be an atheist now, so... <laughs> you don't have a choice anymore. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to kill your parents, and, and if you don't comply... I'm slit your dog's throat, you know. Yeah, your parents yeah. will be buried in my backyard. This got dark quick, didn't it? <laughs> just a little bit, man. Just a little bit. But, I mean, on that same note, you know, growing up... Hypothetically, if that was the case, I would just have the same conversation with him like you and I have had. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's you I know, we, we bring up our points. We bring up what we think. And we just kind of go back and forth. We challenge. Exactly. We challenge each other mentally and logically to, you know, really 
bring out why we believe what we believe. Yeah. What brought us to where we're at. Yeah, we've sent each other links on Facebook and stuff. You know, hey, what do you think about this? You know, exactly. What, how do you how do you how do you reconcile with this thing? Exactly. Yeah. But uh, you know, that being said, some of the stuff I went through growing up, uh, I definitely had you know my questionable moments. Mm-hmm. You know, there were times where I fell off the wagon really hard. Uh, high school, I became a stoner for a little while, like three years out of four. <laughs> but uh it it just got to a point where it was like you know why 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 does this bs keep happening you know uh something i've always struggled struggled with is uh a big no-no in my religion and i know that mm-hmm. my anger my temper acting on it the way i act on it is a big no-no or at least used to. I've gotten a lot better at it. No, I've not been in a fight since la- like last year. Like last year. Like last year. <laughs> Wait, how old are you again? Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, twenty-five. But either way, <laughs> you know, I had my reasons. Okay, but actually, actually that's you're you're kind of right on track. Anyway, I would say. You know, yeah, but I mean, developmentally, you know, it. I've always had. An, anger issues I guess you know growing up as you know no left ear mm-hmm. side of my head was flat what what do you mean what <laughs> what do you mean what no but uh you know you know how kids are oh wanted to pick on you and oh yeah constantly bully you, you oh know. yeah yeah partially because their parents didn't teach them mutual respect exactly because they didn't have mutual respect with their parents oh yeah Exactly. But I mean... It's funny how that works, right? Right. That that kind of stuff, I just... I, I got a quick trigger to, I guess. And growing up like that, it was just kind of... You know, I'd go to school sometimes after a surgery with my head bandaged up. Mm-hmm. You know, just from here down to here, just covering basically my entire head. Kids just thought it was funny to, you know, pick at me until we got out on the playground and they continued doing it. And I just kind of snapped. And, you know, you hear this 70 year old saying all these four letter words and, you know, pushing and hitting and all this other stuff. Yeah. They didn't think it was any f- that funny anymore. <laughs> it really didn't. It's amazing when right someone turns around right. and gives it back to you. It's, it's amazing what happens whenever somebody just snaps. Yeah. But, uh, no, the, the way I handled my anger growing up. You know, I stayed in fights. So it was, and it wasn't like you necessarily had a good role model to teach you how to oh, deal no. with that. Who uh, maybe had enough empathy to know, hey, you're going to school and you're getting picked on every day. You know, this is the, this is the right way to deal with it, and and lead by. You know, I don't think I, I can't imagine you had anybody in your life that was able to be that role model for you. Oh no, uh, well, on you know talking about role models, you know, told you a little bit about my mother. Mm-hmm. But whenever I'd come home, you know, little kid crying, you know, these kids have been picking on me. What do I do? Turn the other cheek. That's all she ever told me. Do you get hit? Cheek. You get hit, you turn the other cheek, let him hit that. I'm just like, no. What about eye for an eye? But exactly. Like, I mean, that isn't really a good concept to keep either. <laughs> but. That one's for the rulers. <laughs> but either way, turn I mean. Turn the other cheek is for the followers. <laughs> whatever <laughs> but uh you know stuff like that I, 
I don't agree with that at all. I mean, I mean, you, you, got, you should be able to defend yourself. Exactly. Well, that was a big no-no. That was a sin. That's what my mother told me. So, so you were just had to keep getting beat down, and that's what she would have liked. That's what yeah. Christ did, and that's you. That's your model, and that's what you have to strive to be. Yeah, and, and you're like getting beat on and going, "Wait, hold on, <laughs> hold on, I'm getting the crap beaten out of me, like, and I'm I supposed could to just die, <laughs> letting this happen." Yeah, like you could die if somebody like, gets a wild bug up their ass and wants to beat your ass. Right, like what? What are you smoking? Which is more important here? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, after. I did that for a little while, and then, you know, I started really thinking on my own, and I was like, you know what, I've, I've had I'm, I'm not doing it no more. Mm-hmm. So, I started fighting back. And then, got to middle school, and that was, after all this was, you know, all done, so it wasn't as big of an issue, but, you know, still here and there. But... Some of the kids starting to grow up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of, you know, okay, it's different, whatever, mm-hmm. but then... I'd come in, you know, mouthy, talking, starting fights. And I continued doing that up through high school. And, that, you know, that... Apparently all the way up until last year. Hey, I didn't start that one. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair I didn't enough. start that one. Hmm. But uh, that had to do with my wife. So I had fair grounds for what I did. But, uh, no, I've just the way I used to handle myself, it... it in the Bible, it tells you, you know, not to act on your anger, not to go to bed angry. But, uh, I don't know, that's one of the biggest things I really struggled with when it came to my religion and what I was actually doing, how I was living. So, what, am I not being loud enough? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I was trying not to, like, have to cut anything out. <laughs> oh, oh, well. It's cool. But, uh. Yeah, that's just, that's one of those things that I struggled with when it came to my religion, you know, really having the patience to, and the self-control, I guess, to not start something and not act on it all the time, especially when I think back on it and half the times I could have just, you know, okay, they're talking crap. I'm going to walk away because you're being ignorant. Yeah, to, to be able to have the maturity to recognize the difference between when you're actually in danger and need to defend yourself versus when somebody's just whatever yeah <laughs> I don't I don't I don't need to deal with your shit right now yeah that you know yeah. there were a lot better ways I could have handled it and I think if I would have dug a little bit deeper into my religion I'd have found out those ways a little bit quicker than I did you know not being 25 years old and you know kind of realizing okay well I have my self-control now you know yeah. 25 years into life after I have a almost three-year-old and a wife but uh like now I suddenly that, that's what I did I, I think I woke up around 27 28 um and, and started looking back at my life and going, wow, like I was in a fog all this time. I made all these big life decisions and now, now I just have to deal with it. Obviously mm-hmm. I've made the decisions, but it would have been nice to have the support group and the role models and, and the, and the, the community behind me to steer me. Right. <laughs> and I think what, what a lot of people don't understand is especially for like young men, um, we don't reach full brain maturity until our mid to late thir- mid to late twenties. Now, I remember you telling me about that yeah, at work. The, the, the prefrontal cortex, which is what's responsible for the long-term critical thinking, long, long-term decision-making, um, you know, for you to be able to get into a, a battle and be able to think ahead four or five steps, that part of your brain doesn't fully develop until, you know, mid to late 20s. So right. You might 
feel like you're starting to notice this now. And, oh, yeah. And really pay close I, attention to it up until, you know, at least you're about 30 or so when it's typically fully developed. You'll 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 be like, OK, I really f- you if, if it's anything for you like it was for me, it was like this fog lifted off your head and all of a sudden you could see everything <laughs> like, oh, yeah, shit, I'm, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely realizing that now that I'm getting older. Uh, I kind of look back at my older ways of thinking. I'm just like, the hell was I doing? Like what? And back then, you thought you knew everything. <laughs> right. Like, I was... Yeah. I knew it all. I, Ain't that insane? Yeah. But, uh... I don't know, man. Just... When it comes to religion, everybody has, you know, their set... Preferences, I guess, for lack of a better term. As far as, like, uh, the certain... Uh, <laughs> as far as the certain core principles you choose to... Yeah. I've always heard Christianity described as a buffet religion, which most of them are, where you kind of pick and choose the ones that most associate with your life and what applies to you, and those are the ones that you hold the most dear. Right. Which is, well, which is you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> if you can find good things in it, and well, it helps you. I, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, picking and choosing. I think it's, you know, picking the ones that you value the most, but still taking into consideration, you know, everything else all the other aspects of Christianity. Yeah. You know, merciful, forgiveness, uh, slow to anger, respect, golden rule, you know, stuff like that. There's just, there's some stuff that, like I said before, people go through certain crap growing up and they learn what they value the most. And the majority of the time that I found, I can look back into my religion, I can go to the Bible and, you know, find different stories you know, different virtues that, you know, I hold dear to me, I guess. Or maybe might even apply to the exact situation you're going through that exactly. time and help you through it. That makes sense. Exactly. That that, uh, that seems like a good note to wrap up on. I, I think uh, we've we've probably bored people enough for uh, 48 oh, yeah. minutes or so. <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts about this discussion we've had here about the core principles behind wherever you choose to stand in terms of your beliefs and whatnot? You know, regardless of what religion you are, or what God you believe, or what what uh, the 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 whole story is behind it, what what are the core principles that even if you didn't have that, would still be a cornerstone of your life? Um, just uh, let us know in the comment section below, and we'll see if we can get some lively discussion going on. And I will uh, link this video up to uh, uh, Zach here, and let him also interact in those comments as well. So. Uh, until next time, peace. Wow, was that not the best ideagasm you've ever had? Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles, and get those critical thinking juices flowing.